Hello and welcome back to Red Flag Radio, placed the inspired and curious minded. I'm your host, Gabe. And as always, please feel free to like the video and subscribe if you're new. Or if you're listening on podcasts or Spotify, please feel free to rate the, uh, rate the podcast there. It helps us grow and gives us more opportunity to hear from uh, some influential people and get guests on. The bigger this gets, the more uh, value. The bigger this gets, the more value I can bring to the podcast. All right. Today, I want to talk about uh, a topic that's uh, relevant to literally everyone, but also something that understandably is overlooked a lot, and that's the concept of time. So recently, I've been reading this book, right, called Happy Sexy Millionaire by Stephen Bartlett, I believe, a successful entrepreneur, owns one of the largest social media marketing companies, if I'm remembering correctly. And the name Happy Sexy Millionaire, it's a bit like tongue-in-cheek. It's actually, the book as a whole is more so about how thinking, I'll be happy when I'm rich, I'll be happy when I'm sexy, I'll be happy when I'm a millionaire, is actually um, a meaningless pursuit and it's not going to get you where you want to be. But what I really want to talk about is one of the, I think it's like the second last chapter in the book. And I believe it's titled How to Gamble Like a Happy Sexy Millionaire. Now, it's not about traditional gambling, like betting money or whatever. It talks more so about uh, time and life and how we spend it. And if I'm remembering correctly, he uh, brings this statistic to the table, which is if we're lucky enough to uh, live to 80 years old, we're alive for roughly 700,000 hours. And when you take away the amount of time that a human typically spends in bed, sleeping, etc. Um, that comes down to roughly 500,000 hours. We only have 500,000 hours alive or uh, active hours alive. We're not getting any more of it. It's literally impossible. Time is an ever-diminishing resource, right? Now, in this chapter... How to Gamble Like a Happy Sexy Millionaire. Uh, He likens time to chips you get at a casino. And you only have your set amount, which for most of us, if we're lucky, is 500,000. You get 500,000 individual chips. And he likens life to a roulette table. Um, And the only rule for this game that we're all playing is every hour you have to place one chip on the roulette table that you're never going to receive back. And where you choose to place that chip is going to be a determining factor on how you feel and where you end up in the future. Now, where you choose to place these chips is going to... We're all just trying to place these chips in somewhere somewhere that's going to feel rewarding for us or we're all just trying to make decisions in a way that's going to be rewarding for us. Like, if I choose to place my chip here, oh, I hope that's a fulfilling experience. If I choose to, if I make a decision to spend an hour of my time doing this, I hope that's a fulfilling experience. You know what I'm saying? Now, I get that the roulette table isn't uh, the perfect metaphor because that's all luck-based, but when you uh, spend time or spend an hour of your time doing something, and you realize, oh, this is a gratifying experience, this is a fulfilling experience, this experience brings me joy, 
there's a good chance that that's not going to randomly stop bringing you joy. So whereas in a roulette table, if you place a chip somewhere and it may not hit, but anyway, I think you get the gist. It's not the perfect metaphor, but it comes across. Um, it keeps you in check. Now, the interesting thing about this game that we're all playing is so many people are playing this game as if they have an infinite amount of chips. So many people are wasting their chips willy-nilly every hour, wasting their time every hour, doing shit that doesn't bring them any joy, any gratification, any satisfaction, any progress, any fulfillment. I don't know if I already said that. (laughs) But they're playing as if they just have an infinite amount of chips, an infinite amount of time. And I'm very guilty of this too. I feel like it's natural for humans to... I guess just forget that death is inevitable, right? And you don't like to dwell on it too much because it's a scary thing. We don't understand it 100%. But I feel like the fact that they are going to run out is what makes those chips, which makes our time, so valuable. And you should be doing your best to spend those chips on things that do bring you fulfillment opposed to just wasting them willy-nilly, spending an hour of your time scrolling meaningless fucking things on TikTok or um, arguing with someone on the internet, you know? That's not shit that's bringing joy. Matter of fact, most of the time that's bringing out negative emotions in you, probably. Now, you should be conscious of how you're spending your time. Now, to make this clear, because I know how this might come across, I'm not saying you have to be an ambitious busy millionaire you don't you don't have to spend every waking hour grinding every waking hour fucking you know progressing every waking hour fucking doing some shit that's like yeah ambitious right that is not what i'm saying because that's not fulfilling for everyone if it is good on you even better but if it's not that's great Spend those chips on things that do bring you fulfillment. For you, that might be cooking. It might be making your friends laugh. It might be fucking doing a hard day's work and and looking at what you've done and be like, oh, that was really, you know, gratifying and satisfying to do. I've earned a break. And that might be a fulfilling experience for you. It might be fucking filming a podcast. It might be... Being a good parent, I don't know if I said that yet. It can be literally anything that brings you personally fulfillment. Spend those chips wisely on things that make you do that. And taking breaks as well. Taking breaks can be chips well spent if you earned them, if it does bring you satisfaction. I know from experience that spending all your chips on break time isn't fulfilling. I don't think it will be for most people. Maybe there is outliers. I don't think it will be, but you've got to be very conscious of where you're putting these chips, where you're delegating your time because it does affect how you feel and it will affect how your life pans out. And they do run out. Now, I think that was an interesting metaphor and it definitely was an eye-opening experience for me. Another concept or it's more of a concept than a metaphor uh, that Stephen... Uh, makes in this chapter is and play along with me 
Imagine you had an hourglass, like one of those sand timers, like that used to be in the fucking like. Fuck, was there a sand timer? Nah, not in Monopoly. I don't know, but like a, a little fucking board game, one of those sand timers, right? I'll put an emoji here if I can be fucked. <laughs> and it followed you around and it had the amount of time you had left left on it. And you could visibly see the sand dwindling down and it showed you your time passing you by. And every waking moment you could see how you're spending your time and your time just drifting away and you slowly, slowly keep having less time alive. Um, do you think that would change how you spend your time? Do you think you would waste so much time mindlessly scrolling? Do you think you would waste so much time holding grudges, bickering with your partner, feeling annoyed, um, you know, getting worked up over small shit? For me, the answer is no. But, again, to clarify, I'm not trying to rule out emotions as a whole. Um, I've had this experience very recently where I've felt angry, frustrated, misunderstood, and I had to keep myself in check. It's like, all right, I'm spending my valuable, valuable time, this valuable asset that I'm not getting any more of, feeling bad, angry, holding a grudge, and that's a normal human emotion but when you keep that time in mind and that it is diminishing it does make it a bit easier to move on from it you know so i'm not saying oh you only have so much time don't waste it being angry everyone gets angry everyone gets sad everyone you know no one's fucking happy all the time or um you know blase all the time but keeping in mind that our time is diminishing does help you get yourself out of that quicker and realizing how pointless feeling that way really is. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's the truth about that timer that uh, we can visually see and it helps keep us in check because like, oh, we're wasting so much time doing this. I can see my time diminishing. It exists right now. You just don't get to see it. This timer that's going off dwindling away and you can see your time going and it's like oh man maybe i shouldn't be scrolling so much <clears throat> don't know why i whispered there a bit weird <laughs> i don't know why i'm scrolling so much it's happening right now you just don't get to see it so you should keep in mind keep that in mind in your day-to-day -day life like every now and then just keep yourself in check because if you spend your whole life fucking dwelling oh, i don't have enough time i don't have enough time um you're going to go fucking crazy probably. But keep yourself in check with that shit when you do feel like you're wasting time or you do feel like uh, you're spending your valuable, valuable time doing shit that isn't moving you toward the person that you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's, it's our most valuable asset. And I've spoken to wealthy people. I do research. Um, and I think 9 out of 10 wealthy people, rich people, well-off people, whatever you want to say, I think they would all agree, let's say 9 out of 10, I won't speak for everyone, and this is a guess, 9 out of 10 wealthy people would say that time is the most valuable currency you have. And I tend to agree with that. You know, Money can come and go. You can always get more money. You can always lose money. You can always get it back time this 500,000 chips that we have which we've, we've already bitten into by the way 
is ever diminishing. You can't get any more of it. It is our most valuable resource, right? And how you spend it is extremely important. To me, my time, I hold at a very, very high standard. I hold at a very, very high value, as should you. I think you should view your time as this, this valuable thing and you should spend it very wisely, very particularly, and you should be mindful on how you spend it and mindful on who you spend it on. Now, this is where I risk sounding like an asshole, and Stephen explores this in the book as well, but uh, you can let me know if this makes me an asshole, right? Um, I'll phrase it as a question. I'll phrase it as a question. Why do you think wealthy people, rich people, uh, hire gardeners, chefs, cleaners? Have a think about it. I'll give you a moment. Yeah, these people are probably just going to do a better job than, than you, than me, whatever, the person who's hiring them. But what they're really doing is trading their money in exchange for their valuable time. They think their time would be better spent doing something that's bringing them value, bringing them happiness, bringing them, you know, fulfillment. And that's how I feel about my time. Now, again, I'll pull up there. Um, most of us, like me right now, you do have to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like you, you are going to have to fucking clean the house and cook for yourself and blah, blah. And that's, those are admirable traits and those are traits that every adult should be able to manage and it does make you a better person, a more well-rounded person and you should be able to keep a tidy environment and I think that's going to do you some good as well. But when I am in a position to trade my time for um, a cleaner or a chef, I'm probably going to do it and that's not just so I can sit and scroll my phone. That's going to be so I can spend time on things that bring me joy, bring me happiness, bring me fulfillment, and I can spend that time moving closer to the person that I want to be. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I can give you another example of this. Um, imagine you're someone who really loves cooking, right? But for some reason, you really hate going to do the groceries. A good idea for you and would be hiring someone to go do the groceries for you or doing your grocery shopping online. And that is your money well spent because now you have more time to do things that feel more fulfilling to you. While someone's doing your groceries for you, you have time to research recipes. You have time to watch cooking content, read fucking recipe books, whatever. That's going to fill your cup up more opposed to this thing that you hate doing. And that is you spending your time wisely, delegating your time to things that bring you joy, bring you fulfillment, opposed to spending your time doing shit that you hate. Yes, for most of us right now, you do have to do what you got to do. But that is time well spent. When I'm in a position to uh, <clears throat> put it this way, and this is where I sound like an asshole. Um. I have extreme value on my time, as I've said, and this often leads to me saying no to people or straight up not doing something, right? 
and let's just say vacuuming, for example, right? Am I going to waste my valuable, valuable time vacuuming a floor or am I going to spend that time researching my podcast, geeing up guests to come on the podcast, creating content, researching content, uh, designing shit that fills my cup? You know what I mean? My valuable, valuable time that I only have so much of is better spent doing that opposed to vacuuming. Now, again, I've said you should be able to clean up after yourself, maintain a tidy environment. A lot of us do have to do that. But if you're talking about time better spent, I know what the answer is, and that's shit that fills my cup up. And when I'm in a money, uh, when I'm in a position to exchange money for those, I probably will do that. You know what I'm saying? And I believe you should too. I believe you should do your best to spend these chips, spend your valuable, valuable time doing shit that moves you toward the person you want to be, um, fills your cup up, opposed to just going with the flow and doing what needs to be done or mindlessly scrolling and letting your chips just pass you by that never reap any reward. And it doesn't even have to be a financial reward. Again, fulfillment, feeling good, confidence, blah, blah, blah. Where you place those chips affects those things about you. So you should be very mindful of that. And with this being said, that I think my time is the most valuable asset I have. You should think your time is the most valuable asset you have. I think it's important to keep this in mind and um, it's something that I've had to practice doing. I'm not going to say I'm the best at it. I'm definitely not. But it's like I'm very, I'm striving to um, be better at. And that's valuing other people's time the way you value your own and respecting people's time, which is um, a very important thing to do and something that I'm trying to be better at because it is their most valuable asset, most valuable asset. You know, I think a lot of us can relate to uh, offering a friend a lift or, you know, or getting asked for a lift and you agree to do it. And when you park up at the front, you're sitting there waiting for 20 minutes. It pisses you off. It's fucking annoying. And it's it feels disrespectful sometimes, right? And it is disrespectful. And I've, I've been on the opposite foot. I've definitely done that to people growing up. And recently, I've done that to people. I'm not perfect and perfect. But when I've reminded myself of this concept, it's like, you know what? That was disrespectful. That was wrong. And, you know, <laughs> when you're drinking and that, shit happens. Life happens. No one's perfect. People make mistakes. But it is very important to treat people's time with respect because it's their most valuable asset you know what i'm saying the fact that someone's willing to share their most valuable asset with you helping you doing you a favor i don't think we appreciate it enough and i definitely haven't you know i definitely haven't appreciated enough and i'm doing my best to um be more understanding of that and keep that front of mind because i know how particular I am with sharing my time with people because it's my most valuable asset and I want to do it. I want to use that, my time, those chips, doing things that make me feel good. Now, this is why I'll wrap it up like this because this is probably where I sound like an asshole and I don't um, explain myself enough. Doing people favours and um, is 
an admirable trait. And the man that I want to be is someone who is a good friend and who is reliable and can, you know, do favours for people. And I think that is the person I want to be. And I've been probably, I'm probably the type of person who says no to people too much because I hold touch a, I hold such a tight grip on my time, such a high value on my time. But the person I want to be is someone who is a good friend. So I do try to say yes to doing favours sometimes, you know, not all the time. But the man I want to be is someone who is able to do nice things for their friends, is able to do favours for their friends, but it's not going to be always. Sometimes it will be as simple as like, hey, mate, can you do me a lift? And maybe I'm just having a break. But to me, that break is valuable because I've earned it. You know what I mean? To sometimes having, like I've said, having a break is an important thing and it can be a valuable thing to spend your um, time on. I'll say no to doing a favour if I'm just having a break sometimes. But other times I won't. Other times I will be generous and I, I do want to be a generous person. I do want to help my friends. Now, for some people, giving a lift and doing favours, um, that makes them feel good. And if it, if that is you, and that is a fulfilling experience for you, that is your time well spent, if that does bring you joy, fulfilment, etc., etc., which it might, which is completely fine. You just need to figure out what is fulfilling for you. And that's where the gambling comes into it. We're all just gambling, fucking put, putting our chips, spending our time, figuring out what brings us the rewards. And... Fuck, there's people in their 50s who still don't know what they like. You know what I mean? They get so caught up in like, they get so caught up in life and work and they're like, fuck, I don't even know what I like. Spending those chips, spending that valuable time, figuring out, trying new things, seeing what brings fulfillment, that's the gambling. And I, that is time well spent. If you don't know what you like, you should be gambling. You should be gambling with your time. Do I like this? Do I like that? Does, what reward does this bring me? You feel what I'm saying? All right, guys. I think I've got the point around point across. Um, an interesting concept, bit of a taboo concept, but it's a good reminder. So if you made it this far, drop a comment. Am I an asshole? If yes, tell me why. <laughs> and if you agree with me, I'd appreciate it if you let me know too. Um, should be a guest episode next week. Super, super, super keen, super exciting. You guys will hear all about it once it's coming out. Uh, but that's it for this one, guys. I hope you took something from it. I hope it was a nice reminder, and I hope it makes you reconsider how you're spending your valuable, valuable time. All right, take it easy. Just the honor of the Instagram show. Way that I've been living unconventional.